Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. So we've been married for 16 years. We have four kids and two things we love. Uh, She loves pink Mm -hmm. and I love blue. So we're actually going to be talking about two things. One thing that's Barbie pink and one thing that's cobalt blue in the podcast today. Yeah. So this podcast, we like to ask each other three questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's on the forefront of your mind? This is our weekly marriage check-in and you get to eavesdrop in. So why don't you start us off? What brought you joy this week? Easy. So I was at work this morning Mm -hmm. and I got a text from, uh, I got a text from my wife Mm. and it was so encouraging. It said, uh, you you mind if I read this? Oh man, really? (laughs) Totally. I guess, I guess. Uh, You said, you are a good man, and I'm so thankful to be able to be your wife. You take care of me so well. That meant the world to me. Like, I got giddy. Mm -hmm. Like, apparently, you know, you talk about, like, those five love languages. I think uh, words of affirmation, definitely on my list. Okay. Yeah, I need to do a better job of sending you text messages and just throughout the day as I'm thinking of you. Yeah. I really felt loved. Mm, I'm glad that brought you joy. Yeah. All right. So what's something that brought you joy this week? Well, it was my birthday yesterday. Um, Happy birthday to me. And something I always love to do on my birthday is to go mini golfing. Mm -hmm. It's just a tradition that I have. And it was raining yesterday. (laughs) So no mini golfing, I thought. I was kind of like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going mini golfing. But then my sweet daughter brought out this homemade mini golfing set that she had. It was one of those Home Depot kits. The Home Depot kits that they do for the kids. It, so it was like this little two-inch hole thing with a four-inch putter yep. and a little plastic golf ball. Yeah. And she was like, well, we can go mini golfing in the living room. And it was great. So we set up this obstacle course in the living room <laughs> using the Barbie dream house and it was great. you had to you know put the ball down the slide and through the yeah. pool and you know it eventually falls into the garage and you put it through the dining room and it was great <laughs> I got a hole in one by bouncing it off of the Barbie car it was amazing yeah. I, I actually enjoyed that so much more than traditional mini golf. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad. Because <laughs> after every hole, we got to reimagine what's the next hole going to be. So we got to make it up as we went along. Yeah. Each kid got to get a little creative and move the furniture around a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So what's something that was hard for you this week? Um. So I have an early shift mm-hmm. at work. Yeah, you do. Um, so... I like to go to bed eventually, right? Uh, but we have four kids and uh, two of them are teenagers. It's a good aspiration. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, what time do I go to bed, people ask me. And uh, it's always later than I anticipate. You know, mm-hmm. but that's fine. It's part of life. So last night, it was about 930 and I was uh, starting to fade. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I just need to go to bed like right now. Mm-hmm. And that's when our oldest, our teenager said that he had some things on his mind regarding uh, relationships. He just wanted to talk. Our teenage son wanted to talk to his mom and dad about relationships. That's amazing. And without hesitation, 
when he said, can we talk? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to- I'm awake. I'm just going to pinch myself really hard. And uh, <laughs> so we went for a little night walk, which we love to do anyways. And, you know, get, getting up and getting moving helped helped with the uh, staying awake and alert part. Oh, yeah. But, man, what an important topic to help navigate our teenager through. And I didn't want to miss that. I don't want to sleep through that. So it was hard to not go to bed because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I can't miss those opportunities. I mean, when they're just presented right right at you, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I can't miss that. This is too important. It's way too important than an extra hour of sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard, but worth it. I took a nap this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you, you needed a nap and you deserved it. So you work, you work so hard and you are such a good dad to be there when they need you. And you can't schedule that as no, a parent. You no, not at all. You never know when it's going to come up. Right. And so you just make do and you wake up and you have more coffee, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. How about you? Something that's been hard this week? Well, I'll kind of piggyback off of what you were saying. You know, that, that walk last night was so good mm-hmm. in a million ways. And sometimes the hardest thing is being confronted with my own selfishness or misunderstanding of things or misperception of things as they actually are. We were talking about dating versus hanging out with groups of people, yeah, know, like as a teen. And encouraging our son to go in that second direction. Just hang out with a group of friends. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be dating someone necessarily. Just have fun yep. with a whole bunch of people. Invite everyone. Have a great time. And I remember before we had started dating, you would call me. Well, no, you wouldn't even call me. You would call my dorm room. I called your dorm room. Yeah. <laughs> and you would leave a voicemail for my roommate, you said. <laughs> because at the time you didn't have one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So this mystery roommate that didn't exist, and you would invite me over to come and watch pro wrestling with you. Yep. And I remember just kind of laughing it off like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to come and watch pro wrestling because that wasn't something I was interested in at all. It, It didn't sound like a good time to me. Even though I could recognize, like, oh, this this guy does have nice biceps. You know? um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> There's those words of affirmation. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe I do want to hang out with him, but I don't really want to hang out watching pro wrestling. So you'd always either ignore the voicemail or you would uh, you would say, no, I, I, no, I'm busy. Right, yeah. Like, I'm mm. not coming or I'm busy or whatever, make something up. I I have to wash my hair. Certainly it wasn't, I have to wake up and go to my 8 a.m. calculus class no. because that never happened. But <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't realize is that you weren't inviting me over to watch pro wrestling with you. No, we had a really good core group of friends, a whole bunch, a good mix of guys and girls. And yeah, pro wrestling was on just because it was, and some people would watch it, some people weren't, but it was this big hangout with a great group of friends, Mm -hmm. uh, really solid people. And I was so excited 
So this is my side of the story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was so excited to introduce my friends to this girl I was into. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, super excited to introduce this girl I was into to my friends. Right. And now that I've known your friends, I'm like, oh, I totally missed out. Yeah. I missed the boat on these great people, these amazing relationships that I could have developed sooner and just built into a little bit earlier. And that would have been so fun. Mm. And so I I just felt bad about oh. that. I was like, oh, what a snob no. I was. Like, <laughs> well, there was miscommunication on both of our parts because I didn't clearly communicate to you that it wasn't about the pro wrestling. It was about more than that. It was this group hangout that I wanted to be a part of. I didn't clearly communicate that. At the same time, you didn't clearly communicate why you had declined. Mm-hmm. I thought you were authentically busy every Thursday night. I don't <laughs> <Right>. know. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a missed opportunity. I think it I think it falls on both of us. Mm-hmm. And I think we're still learning to communicate better, which is a good thing in a marriage. Yeah. And so what, sixteen years after we've been married, uh we still don't watch pro wrestling together, but no. this is when it was finally realized that you weren't busy. Right. And I wasn't inviting you to watch wrestling. Yeah, exactly. So. We will, by God's grace, um, (laughs) figure this out eventually (laughs) and learn to communicate well, hopefully. All right. So sorry that was hard last night. but Yeah. um, Well, it was good. Hard in a good way. Yeah, totally. Sometimes it's important to be shown areas where communication could be grown and and grace could be given and... um, Maybe honesty and openness, it would have been a good thing. Hmm. Body slammed into reality. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. So what's been on the forefront of your mind this week? Super exciting. We have some new additions to the family. Mm. And we talked last week about uh, car shopping, mm-hmm. which, by the way, we bought one. Yep. Same exact minivan that we already <laughs> owned, only a newer model. Yep. yep. <laughs> we like what we like. We like what we like. So uh, so we did that, which was really fun. And we, we brought our son along uh, as we uh, purchased the car because we wanted him to see how to do it. Because one day he's going to buy a car. He needs to learn how to do it, You know what kind of questions to ask, uh, how to talk them down in price. We thought that was a good idea because someday he's going to buy a car. Mm-hmm. Guess what? He bought a car today. It was the next day. No, <laughs> I guess there was a day in between. Yeah, two days later. Two days later. <laughs> Amazing. So this is his first car. He's 16. Mm-hmm. He's still waiting for the DMV to open up after COVID-19 so he can get his license. But he's been saving some money and uh, he just put down two grand on this car, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a stick shift. So he bought the car, and then he learned to drive a stick, mm-hmm. and then he took me to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you guys came home and changed the light bulbs in the blinkers. Yeah, because both blinkers were out. Yeah. So listen, I am not a mechanically inclined guy, okay? But I can change a blinker, not in a Prius, <laughs> but in a Cobalt which yes. is what he got, a 2006 Cobalt. Yeah. I can change 
the blinker lights. Congratulations. So I showed him how to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I tell you, as a guy who's non-mechanical, right, <laughs> I don't fix things often. I don't fix things well. This worked out really well. Mm. And man, I felt like a dad. <laughs> Because, you know, this is like the stereotypical, like, dad role. Yeah, it was amazing. He took me for a drive after you had gotten home and changed those lights. Yeah. And I looked at the clock, and in a matter of four hours, he had bought his first car, yep. learned to drive stick, learned well. <laughs> yeah. He's really good. Changed his light. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it was a big night for him. He's growing up. Really fun too when he took me to Chick fil A. We, uh, because the dining room is not open yet. Uh-huh. So we sat in the parking lot eating our Chick fil A and, uh, he found this mariachi band radio station. <laughs> yes. So windows down in his brand new old co- <laughs> cobalt <laughs> eating chicken and listening to mariachi music. It's perfect. It's it was so perfect. All right. So, uh, what's been on the forefront of your mind, babe? Well, this week has been full of so many big decisions that we've needed to make. Mm -hmm. And typically, I don't do well making decisions. I agonize over all the choices. And I feel like I need to make the best possible decision. You are such a maximizer. I am. I just, I needed to be the best choice possible. Not a good choice. Not a good choice. Not a great choice. Not an acceptable choice. (laughs) but like an A++ choice every time. And that gets exhausting. Yeah. And so this time around, when we bought our van, there were a few things that happened, kind of a processing of the pros and cons that really helped me. Hmm. And I don't feel that agony and I don't have the buyer's remorse that I typically do. Ooh. So I thought I would share these things because I need to remember them for the future when there's another big decision down the road. And if any of you are maximizers like me, you might try these too. And you can let me know how that goes for you. But here's my four steps. Four steps to understanding Christina. Well, to making a big decision. Sure. So number one. I had to recognize that I cannot know the future, which sounds simple enough. But anytime I'm making a decision, I'm always questioning like the information that's going to come out tomorrow, next week, next year. What if they invent flying cars? (laughs) I don't want to buy a van today if next year they're inventing flying cars. Right. (laughs) I just can't know that. It's amazing. So releasing myself from that responsibility of foreseeing the future and just being able to make a decision on the things that I do know today. The facts you know today. Yes. Number two, I like to call choose your own regret, (laughs) (laughs) which is sort of like choose your own adventure. Uh Because in any given situation that I'm trying to decide between this or that, there's just competing levels of regret of different regrets like if i do this i would regret that if i did that i could regret this Mm -hmm. and so you just have to choose which one could i live with Hmm. which regret does future christina feel comfortable with so like (laughs) 
I could regret this if I bought this now. Right. Or I could regret this if I didn't buy it now. Exactly. Yeah. So choose your own regret. Number three <laughs> is given the current information, make the decision. Do it. I take way too long. So that's number three. Number four is... I'm totally stealing this from Planet Fitness. You from know Planet that Fitness? They have those signs everywhere that say judgment-free zone. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. Number four is just like proclaim judgment-free zone over the decision. Like if I made it based on the current information, yep. as new information comes out, it's just like, no. Yeah, I cannot judge that past decision on future information hmm. because- I had no idea at right. the point when I made it. So at the point when I made it, I did it based on choose your own regret. And I was happy with the decision then. So judgment-free zone over the decision. It's been great. Awesome. Good. <laughs> so the, the process went well. The process went well. I feel good. And I love our van. Good. We should totally get one like this next time. Yeah. <laughs> same same model, different year. We should totally get the same thing next time. <laughs> you know where I think this came from? Where? My new hobby of buying stocks. Yeah? I've I've shared on the podcast before about my my new love, um, <laughs> the Robin Hood app, and I just keep investing in different things and you can't know what the future holds in right. the stock market. So do I buy T-Mobile or not? I mean, I just have to make that decision based on what I know. Yeah, based on what you know today and not what you know tomorrow. And give myself the freedom to say, hey, maybe that was a bad choice or a bad call, <laughs> but like, I based it on what I knew at that time. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for spending some time with us. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. You've been listening to Forefront, and we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. And you can check out our website at ForefrontPodcast.com.